0: Listening to Inclusive AF with Jackie Clayton and Katie Van Horn.
1: Hello, hello. Uh, this is Katie Van Horn, and this is Jackie Clayton. Wait, we're back to the pause. Are we well, really? You know, I... I was kind of feeling
2: it. It felt, I feel kind of <laughs> slopey. <laughs> Uh, we're referring,
1: referring back to bad behavior, folks. That's what it's all about here uh, in this here United States, bad behavior. Um, so this is the Inclusive AF Podcast. Um, And we have some amazing guests that are joining us today. Uh, We're doing this a little bit of a crossover. So Jackie and I both were able to join their podcast and now they are joining us. So uh, Wendy and John, I'm going to have Wendy, I'm going to have you go first, introduce yourself, and then we'll skip over to John. So welcome, Wendy.
0: Well, thank you. So excited to be here and uh, chatting with you both. And of course, always loves chatting with john. Uh, I'm Wendy Daly. I'm a talent acquisition professional been in the business a long time, um, have seen a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, (laughs) But I enjoy uh, podcasting, blogging, um, helping out my daughter's Girl Scout troops. um, And my latest and greatest adventure is boozy ice cream. So, um oh yeah we will be discussing that because <laughs> i've been seeing a lot on your socials
1: about that i'm like uh we gotta go road trip yeah Kentucky, road trip, road oh, trip yeah. to
0: south dakota come on in
1: <laughs> and john welcome
3: thank you i'm john thurmond and for those of you that don't know us wendy and i are not married
0: yeah exactly <laughs> like put that out there we've been doing this long
3: enough we think most people know but never never sure uh an hr professional that has been at this longer than i want to admit podcasting for longer than I want to admit. Uh, I, I got back into professional wrestling during COVID and that has become something very, very important to me. And I'm collecting wrestling cards. I got a problem. I, I got a real problem. <laughs> okay. But I'm having fun and I'm okay. staying out of trouble. But I'm really glad to be here. I, I We always love having people like you and, and Jackie on the show and having the conversations we've been able to have. But then it's fun to come, come to another show Where we don't have to prepare. uh, I really appreciate that. So really Well, don't worry, John.
1: We don't
0: prepare either. That is okay.
3: (laughs) Can
1: you believe it's not scripted?
0: (laughs) That is awesome. That's the best line so far.
1: (laughs) So I know that we talked, we got in deep on romance novels when I came over to visit you all on your podcast, but um John I want to dig in on this professional wrestling piece first uh when you said that at first I was thinking wait you're wrestling like that's amazing
3: I've heard that before I am large but I don't wrestle. I'm not physically capable of doing the things that these performers are able to do
1: okay so what when you say you're following wrestling collecting cards so who is your favorite
3: wrestler okay currently it's Asuka, who is a Japanese female wrestler who is in the WWE okay she is an incredible businesswoman who has a background in graphic design and started wrestling young actually took a break had her first had her her child got back into wrestling has been wrestling now for gosh like 16 or 17 years and has gotten to the wwe which is the platform to be on mm-hmm. uh, but has her own youtube channel she's just awesome and she wears crazy get up outfits she's incredibly entertaining and she spits green mist which is the sign of the coolest <laughs> wow that, that has been a that has been a standard of many japanese wrestlers over the year the green if the green mist will blind you the black mist may kill you so you gotta be careful but yeah uh for sure it's it's oscar i just adore her in every okay. way
1: possible. um so i have a story for you john that i think you'll appreciate so the neighborhood that i used to live in I would go walking with uh, you know, in the mornings cause it's Arizona. So it's always the mornings cause it gets hot. Um, and I was walking one day and there were two women in front of me. One was pushing a baby carriage and the other one was like, turn to her and she was pregnant. And I noticed they both had very long, dark hair. And then the other one turned, and she was also pregnant. And I realized it was the Bella Twins. They were walking (laughs) in my neighborhood (laughs) while they both were pregnant. You know, and I was like, so I just like went up. I was like, hey, I love you guys. You know, you're awesome. And I was like, and I'm not a stalker. Bye.
3: (laughs) Now, did you know them from wrestling, or did you know them from Total Divas?
1: uh from total divas let's be clear. Fair yeah yeah um yeah that's the extent of the wrestling that i can watch i think is total divas where they have you know little clips and like when they're training and whatnot but um yeah big fan of theirs so so i i also though like most of the divas um just because i think you know they they have done a phenomenal job of just highlighting just women in wrestling period so um anyway sorry totally off topic <laughs>
3: uh um, yeah, you said there's no topics and no subjects. <laughs> no, no, no right that's okay
2: <laughs> no, it's, really it's, really want.
1: it's yeah. working exactly the way that we <laughs> built it <laughs> this is our plan always always our plan <sighs> um so uh wendy let's talk about your ice cream for a moment oh sure
0: yeah so, um yeah where how why all <laughs> of things when when? When, well, uh so, so you I deliver. <laughs> I don't deliver yet. Super, super small scale. Um, like farmers market here in Brookings, South Dakota, with you know, 10 other booths. So but uh it started on a lazy Saturday afternoon. My husband and I were at the local brewery that we love, and they have a fantastic coffee stout. Is it's my favorite beer that they do. It's just it's nice. It's not overly heavy. And uh we were sitting there drinking it. And my husband's like, I wonder if you could make ice cream out of this. Hello, Pinterest. Um, so found <laughs> a couple of recipes, did did a few things and um yeah, came up with some some recipes, and it was, I mean, this was definitely hobby. I do not want to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> this is not my dream to work for myself. I'm a terrible boss. Um uh, but I, uh, I started making more and doing different flavors, people would ask. And so um, we had during covid, they had a, a party for their regulars. So it was kind of, you know, a few of us could come at a time type of thing. And so I'm like, well, I'll bring my ice cream. And the next day they were pinging me saying, you need to sell this. Everyone was saying you need to sell it. You need to sell it. So I um, started looking into it. it took about a year. To figure out where i can make it and mm-hmm. you know can i sell um ice cream with beer in it um yes you can without a liquor license um it just has to be low content so it's um less than 0.05 alcohol um which hey did you know you can use geometry when you're an adult um because <laughs> that's how you figure it out it's all right you know it's all percentage um and so now I'm, I'm having fun coming up with different flavors. So I recently did, they have a uh, salted caramel ale. So I mixed that with some uh, Dutch processed chocolate, made a chocolate caramel ice cream. And then I also made a coconut rum ice cream. And I've put those into a single cup. So you can have like a Girl Scout caramel delight cookie in a cup. I do a thin mint. I have got a lot of girl scout flavors right now Mm -hmm. for obvious reasons. Um, but they also do, uh, sour beers, um, pretty sour beers. Their recent one is a Skittles sour, which if you like Skittles, this beer is phenomenal. So I made a Skittles sherbet out of their, um, sour ice cream and, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. <laughs> awesome. How fun. So, and yeah. a,
1: like such a departure from your day job. So oh, that's yeah. always
0: a good time. Like exactly things
1: out, doing something different. <laughs> right on. Right on. Um, so, we're all the talent acquisition in HR. Are we going to talk about that now? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry. Transitioning from ice cream and rest. I'm hungry to... and thirsty. Like I
2: fully am like, ooh, I should go get a corona.
1: I want you. <laughs> could you make ice cream from Corona? Let's talk about it. I feel like you could do it with like a lime, maybe you know, like a lime sherboy. Like yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, Solving all the world's problems. That's what we do here on Inclusive AF. Yeah. Solve all the world's problems. Everyone yeah. just needs some Corona ice cream or sherbet john's like why did i agree to this he's like what's happening
3: interestingly enough if you're familiar with yingling brewery in pennsylvania the world you know the nation's Mm -hmm. oldest brewery you know that they have relatives that have yingling ice cream they they don't make (gasps) a beer one but it's the yingling family it's cousins or someone in pennsylvania is yelling at the podcast right now saying john you fool you don't you don't know the connection but there is some connection between yingling ice cream and yingling beer
0: they're oh, like third cousin okay like, yeah there. we'll have to look so, that
1: up we'll have to check that yeah I was to say i'm from ohio but we spent our summers in pennsylvania so yingling is very much a part of my family and is very important to all of us so to find out there's an ice cream uh, i'm texting my siblings right now thanks uh, i'll be right back guys uh jackie can you <laughs> keep going uh yeah
2: exactly so where were we
1: <laughs> um so I love it would love to just talk a little bit about kind of what we're seeing in the world of hr so at, first off i you know i'll, I'll ask this question
3: are, are you exhausted <laughs> what's the name yeah. of the show <laughs> uh, okay. yeah exhausted af yeah, I can. yeah. <laughs> um subtitle this one that yes yeah. yes
1: but thank no, you I, for asking okay um you know i think that what i'm hearing and i think jackie and i talk about this often is just HR right now is really hard, whether you're yeah. in talent acquisition or any any of the kind of centers of excellence or whatever you want to call them. Um, and, you know, with we, we have not had a reprieve since 2016, I don't think, actually, because I mean, everything has been a hit from benefits from how we handle certain things that maybe we handled differently prior to that, etc. But would love to hear um, what good stuff is going on in your world right now from a work and we don't have all day folks. So I'm going to need so no, I'm just
2: <laughs> we'll wait, we'll wait. It's fine. You know, I,
0: think I should have prepped you with this question. It's gonna be that tough. <laughs> so it, from my perspective, you know, I think that there is, we're seeing, I'm at least seeing more of a willingness to, to do different things to try different things. So, you know, we, we're going beyond what's worked in the past, we're, we're trying to figure out, um, you know, what what can we do that's maybe a little bit different? What are the competitors not offering? Um, If we're not going to bring our wages exactly to what they're offering, you know, you know, when you're competing with the Amazons of the world who move kind of quick on some of that stuff, we we're not going to move that fast. Not everyone can move that fast when it comes to to base salaries. But what can you move fast on? Where where can we um, offer something that someone else isn't so that we can stand stand apart? Um, and then do it consistently. Um, yeah, I work for a very large healthcare system, so trying to get uh, one part of the organization to do what the other part of the organization is doing can be tricky.
1: So, if if we have listeners out that you know that are listening to this podcast, can you give them any ideas or any piece of advice of things that you've seen that are working? Uh, not to you know sell your secret sauce in any way of what you're doing to recruit folks, but what what Cool things are you trying that are working?
0: Uh, right now, so healthcare system. So obviously, always trying to get nurses to uh, to come in and you know sign with us. Um, so we're trying, obviously, trying to get them earlier while they're in school. Um, but one thing that one project I'm working on right now that I'm kind of excited about is we're trying to figure out how can we pay them to study for their national exam. Mm can we can we put some dollars behind giving them time to study giving them prep time you know law firms do it <laughs> why can't can we you know not that we have to give them six months but can we give them a week can we give them a few days and and bring them in and and help them study for a few days um so i think you know that's that's one thing we're looking at we're also looking at um you know how can we create an an incentive system that's across any incentive that we do not just um referral bonuses or sign on bonuses or you know some of those traditional ones but can we can we give somebody um some sort of referral incentive when somebody applies when they share share that referral online again just trying to come up with different ways to get word out that these jobs exist and helping our employees understand what our process is because for the most part they apply for maybe one, two jobs while they're with us. Um, If they get promoted, their supervisor's probably helping them, so they don't know what the process looks like. Do we? No, we probably don't either. Sometimes <laughs> that's part of the fun, right? Let's that's part of the fun. Ooh, just surprised. go with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. Sure. Oh, that supervisor did what, and now they're gone. Okay, how do we fix that? Yay! <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I love that. You know, the I think being creative is
1: really helping. And Jackie, I know you, you all are doing some creative stuff as well at Textio. I I think that's the piece that is really helping is what are you doing to stand out as a, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of a culture of choice, not just a, you know, a brand, but what are you doing that's kind of highlighting the good stuff of your, your organization? So That's awesome. Thank you. And John, what about you? What's awesome in your world?
3: How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast, Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, Thought leaders and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcast and now available on YouTube. I work in the construction industry, which tends to be fairly conservative, staid, hard work particularly 80% of my folks work in the field, literally digging ditches and doing that type of construction work. What's been really interesting is to see the shift when it comes to recognizing that we need to hire talent and develop them and not necessarily just find people that have the skill coming in the door. Uh, That goes for construction as well as our engineering business as well. Looking at different pools of talent that we can say, hey, these people have skill sets that are comparable and we can take them and start training them in what we do to to get mm-hmm. to be able to do it and, and say, this is this is the path. It's gonna take you know six months to do this and 12 months to do this and in two years you've got this. If I can tell that story well and get somebody interested and excited, that's been a really cool thing. Uh, one of the things I'm most proud of lately is that I'm, I've started a podcast for my company about our people, where I'm interviewing our people, talk about their careers. Why are they here? Why do they stay? Is it recruiting? Sure, it's recruiting. It's absolutely recruiting facing, but it's also a great opportunity for those people to share a story in a way they haven't done before. Most people I talk to are fascinated with podcasting a lot of them listen to them they've never done anything like this you know and so here i come in i've got the gear i set it up i do it and then i put this thing out and and they share it with family and friends and how cool is this that's that's been incredibly exciting and and non-traditional particularly in our space you know i know a lot of companies have podcasts most construction companies at least what we do they don't something different so that While I may be exhausted, at least I'm getting to do things that I didn't necessarily think we would be doing even a year ago. I I did an internal podcast during COVID where I read hand sanitizing recipes (laughs) and didn't plan to do that either, but yeah, a lot, you know, good, good things. And it's been fun to see leadership step up and start looking at and and saying, okay, yeah, we're going to go try this and see what happens where, where we didn't do that before.
2: I'm, I'm so glad you said that I I was telling somebody like, I was like, the algorithm, it's great that it helps you find people, but it's really just helping you find burnt out people. You can't find it doesn't know. And it'll be very difficult to teach the algorithm that somebody who's been a stay at home parent with two children is probably a pretty good project manager or an entry level project manager or knowing how to do multiple tools or potentially being an office manager. It doesn't show you that it does. uh, The algorithm doesn't allow you to see potential and then to take that one step further, um, where there could be potential interest because of the different communities that we can recruit in, if, especially if you're in a, a distributed, remote, or hybrid scenario. And I'm glad to hear what you say. I like that podcast idea. I mean, I already, you know, it, it's going to hurt my reputation though because I'm always saying I'm too busy. If I start another podcast, I might get fired. <laughs> like <laughs> by me.
1: Might,
3: well, you that, might be that,
1: fired by me. That too, that yeah. Too.
3: I will tell you that the the most flattering part was my VP approached me about doing it because he does listen to Social Hour, has listened to Social Hour in the past, knows what we're doing, and and recognizes that hey, you seem to understand how this stuff works and you're good, pretty good at it. So, you know, I, he came to me and said, "We want to try something different, and you like doing it? Would you? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, let's see what happens." And and it's we just we have just started. I'm I think I'm putting out my third episode this week, but it, it's one of those things where it's just it's something different and exciting and and i love the fact that we're promoting our our people externally telling their story and and recognizing because they everybody's got a story to tell and they love and they love doing it particularly when you can say you've never done anything like this and you say to your friends hey i'm on spotify how cool is that for a lot of the people that we're trying to reach a lot of them think that's pretty damn cool
1: Absolutely. And I I think it is interesting because, you know, we've talked about storytelling before. And I think that, you know, from a diversity, equity and inclusion perspective, you know, the stories that people tell, you start to see how different folks are. But then you also usually have those red threads that you can find. And so, you know, it's also almost like a recruiting tool as well of, hey, if this person does it and I look like them, talk like them, have a similar experience as them, whatever it might be. Then I can do that too, and be successful. And so it just—that's—I I love that idea of being able to share those stories and, like you said, highlight folks that had probably never thought that they would ever be on a podcast before, <laughs> which is awesome.
2: I love that you, and I love that your boss listens and does that too. I'm always really nervous. Like I'm like, <laughs> my boss
0: gonna listen?
2: <laughs> what, I know what's
3: my great, team listens. I will tell you what's great is. You know, obviously I've kept social hour separate from everything I do at work and, and people know I do. And some people recognize have been doing it for a while, but it's not really something that, that comes up a lot. What's great is with the new show, the only thing that I was requested to change was the name. Everything else was, here it is. They listened to it, said, great, change the name and we got a deal. And I was like, perfect. I, I'm okay with that. I was not, I was not tied to anything like that.
2: Well, I, I do have a question because you have been sharing the knowledge, if you will, with lots of people in the HR space, what would you say is like been the biggest change from like, when you first started to now? Is there anything that stands out? Like, paper. there's been a Checking lot
1: of paper, there was a lot of paper
2: <laughs> <There's> <laughs> so that. many papers. There's that? But what else like is significant? That would you say? that stands out. Yeah,
0: aside from paper, I, I think that even I mean, most recently, there's, there's this shift from the way we've always done it. More and more people are are willing to step away from from that there. So, you know, I, I always hate talking about the younger generations, but um, separating us by generations. But I I don't know if it's the younger generation or just the fact that they have access to more information. You know mm-hmm. so when when we gonna, I'll group us all together, you know when we were growing up it, or you know in our first jobs you would just assume that's the way it always was and bosses sucked and you just had to put up with it um and now people are out there saying no you don't. And you know that there's more options and I think about that a lot because you know I live in a small town so My options before for jobs, if I wanted to stay in HR, were pretty slim. Now, you know, if I wanted to, I could knock. Hey, Jackie, I want to come work for Texio. Can you can you help me find something there? And I could, you know, might be able to do it from my house. I, you know, I don't know. South Dakota seems to be a place that people don't want remote workers at, but there's more options now for people to find work that they enjoy that gives them gives meaning to their day-to-day work so i i think that's probably one of the biggest changes um that i've seen
3: i think kind of to expand on what wendy said in terms of that transparency that in the past companies held those secrets tight and, and there's just so many ways that people can be telling the story and so we want to make sure collectively, that, that it's the right story, it's the appropriate story, it's, it, it shines the, the best light on you that you can. And so I think there, it's definitely changed in that respect, uh, in terms of how open and free the communication is, and that recognizing that when things are not so great somewhere that people are, are pinging on that, and, and it can really, it can really damage reputation and ability to do things. I think that's been a big difference. And I think, for me, particularly once I got involved with social media, you know, I worked way back. I worked for a Fortune 200 company where I knew the HR people there, that was it. I didn't, I wasn't connected. I may go to a, a local HR event every once in a while, but I didn't really know anybody. When I lost that job and got involved, particularly with Twitter to start, all of a sudden you're making these connections all over the world and you're figuring out that, oh, wow, we're all dealing with the same shit. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know if you put the explicit label on this or bleep it out. <laughs> I think bleeping's funnier, but. But, you know we're we're all dealing with these things but all of a sudden we we had this opportunity and particularly since starting social hour somebody once said you've got the biggest rolodex of anybody i know because we can contact people you name the topic we probably know somebody that that's an expert in it or if they don't if they're not they know the person who is and i i think that's been a really amazing thing over the last many years
1: awesome like i think mm-hmm. that's a piece like the network that you build in this community I, I, so I just had a situation last week that I had a candidate who was kind of being a little squirrely. and and I said to the hiring manager, I said, it's interesting because folks don't realize how small industries and communities are until they you know something like this comes up. And then five years later, two years later, whatever it is down the road, it, they're a vendor, they're a customer, they're a whatever. Um, and so that network of of community that you can build and have success with, and be able to really leverage throughout the years is such a huge thing and I think that's one of the pieces that I love as well about our HR community is that we are all here to help each other out and it is a hey john do you know anyone who does this or hey Wendy do you know anyone Mm -hmm. who does that. And, you know, yeah, here are five different people that you could reach out to which I I truly appreciate. Um, That has always been really, I think just kind of special.
2: Well, and friendships that we've had for so long, I think, is amazing through multiple jobs, you know, and I think that um, it has come full circle. I think I I, I, I've been starting to work with an account manager at a at a firm that at a tech firm who was my first account manager, my first recruiting job that I ever had. Um, And we've just stayed in contact all this time and and that's been a benefit, you know, to be able to have that level of trust. And I think it's also important when we know how HR was before versus now, we know how that game is played. And the fact that when you are it within communities, and it's not just like our friends, it just seems to be a common thread when you share with other HR professionals, like we know those stories, and we had kind of have that empathy that we can share, share Mm -hmm. with each other. Um, Because it's not an easy, it's just not it's not easy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. And I think that's been the good thing, too, is we're we've been able to come together and understand we're not in it alone. Yes, which Mm -hmm. before that, you know, I I know a lot of folks talked about how you know, you'd lurk on Twitter with the HR community groups. And you're like, Oh, well, no one, no one cares what I have to say. And you realize, Oh, I do know what I'm talking about. And people do care a little bit.
1: Absolutely, and I think that's also the expertise because I think the, the folks coming in, so I'm hiring a recruiter right now, and I grew up in recruiting and then switched over to more generalist HR business partner and then kind of moved up the ranks. But talking to like fresh out of college recruiters or folks that are like, maybe have had a year or two of working as a recruiter, it's always so fascinating to me because it is that evolution of how things have changed and how things have stayed the same but it's also bringing them into that community to say, here are the folks you should reach out to, here are the folks you need to know and listen to and all of those things. So it is, I think that part's fun as well. Mm-hmm. DEI. So I was gonna say, <laughs> I, I, well, I, I'm, I was debating whether helps. I want to go here or not. I want to- <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna go somewhere. Um, so I wanna talk <laughs> about social media, HR and social media, John. <laughs> I think this is a, a very- What relevant. do you wanna
3: talk about? <laughs>
1: So please note this, this episode won't be coming out for a few weeks. However, I think it's just a good uh, lesson and as an HR person, what you should and should not do on, on social media or how you should uh, interact with folks on social media. So I'll, I'll open it up there and, and kind of, uh, see where we go. So John. Do you want to
3: share? Oh, absolutely. Yes, I'd love to share. okay.
0: Okay. you don't have to name names.
3: Look, no, no, I I won't. But so look, let's just let's play the cards on the table. (laughs) I'm a straight white male in my late 40s. I'm also morbidly obese. It's Fact, right? I have been really fortunate over the years. I know people talk about these things. I'm not stupid. But I also recognize that I work in a community that's primarily female right? Like I started, I was a public school teacher. That was heavily female. HR, I got, I got here and I know a lot of people when I first started in the business, I worked for a lot of women and some of my friends, just they couldn't get over that. And I'm like, I, it's just how it is, right? Like I, I don't know, to me, that was not anything. I say all that to say that I've I, I have been very fortunate. I've tried to help people where I can that, that are not as situated as well as I am. So for the first time that I'm aware of, that I, that I know of in my years of doing Twitter, which is like 10 or 11, I got fat shamed today. And today is star Wars day. So may the fourth be with you, even though it's two weeks later when <laughs> the show comes out, but I was fat shamed based on a caricature of me or an avatar from a eighties podcast I do. And interestingly enough, it's another HR profession that decided to take that avatar and make a joke about it's anti-diet day. It's not even that funny of a joke, if you think about it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, made a comment back to him like hey man like why are you trying to fat shame me that's just silly whatever and the response was well i'm fat too and you put something out like that you're going to get a reaction well okay um i didn't put it out to say hey make fun of the fat guy which you can make fun of me all you want because you know what i don't fucking care i don't fucking care i've got a lovely wife i have two beautiful children everybody's well situated i got a good job I've had this amazing podcast with this amazing co-host that's with me today. I've got friends. I've been part of this HR community for a long time. And so for one piece of shit or excuse me, I shouldn't say that for one misinformed jackass to put that out there. um, It's just sad because in their Twitter profile, it says they're an HR professional. So if they're making fun of another HR professional about their weight, what do you think they're doing in their office or, remotely or what i don't know what their situation is um it was just really interesting because i just expected star wars day to be like yay boba fett or mando Mm -hmm. or grogu or you know i wear an x-wing suit in my picture and yeah i'm fat i don't fucking care like you you don't you don't all you do is make me laugh it was so shocking but the reply of well i'm fat and i was it's not personal then what the hell is it like what fully personal and it's fully personal.
1: It's
2: comical. So and I, but, but it scares you when you know these people have to work with other people when people are ATT. Well, like it's sad it saddens right.
3: me. And so right. I plan I, I plan to have this conversation not only on Twitter. I'm gonna put it on LinkedIn. I'm just gonna put it out there as facts because I took you know I have screenshots of everything and you know look it's just it is what it is. I, I I know people have it a hell of a lot worse than I do. Right? Like I and I and I want to try to better i think wendy will tell you and if any of you have listened to our show for a long time i have grown tremendously as a person Mm -hmm. doing our show i know i have i know i have and part of it is because we have talked to so many amazing people that don't look like me that don't speak like me that don't have i mean we are hr peers or we have something you know but then we turns out we have a lot of other things in common that i would have had no idea Mm mm-hmm It, it's a it was an, it's an interesting exercise the timing of the show just it was it was comical like I texted wendy I just said I was like this guy's trying to fat shame me <laughs> it was just, I was like what the hell?
1: well and I think the the piece that is there there are multiple pieces that it it is unfortunate about the situation you know obviously the fat shaming just in and of itself is not okay but I, I think it's also like it's not a joke it, it, like if you know, maybe if you had some sort of relationship that you guys had that banter back and forth offline or whatever that might be something different. But sure. to do that to someone you don't know to to try and be funny like and and I don't it's not even that it wasn't a, like it, it, it isn't funny it isn't a joke like that's just a mean spirited thing to do, and I think that's a piece that it, it, it's the to your point as HR folks. Yeah, we might have our thoughts and our beliefs about different employees and things they do or, or how they live their lives that we, you know, obviously are. You know, we see some of these things behind the scenes or we know stuff behind the scenes, but the judgment or the making someone feel badly about themselves or. Like what like what is the point that's the part that I just don't understand and I you know we I think we all have in common someone that we follow Madison Butler who you know kind of make sure that when folks do shame her or try to say something to her, that's not okay. Like she has done a phenomenal job. I think of saying n- no, that it's not funny. No, it's not. Okay. And you're not harming me. You're harming yourself. Like, why? What's the point? So mm-hmm. first, thank you for sharing. I appreciate you sharing oh, no. that story.
3: Well, and you. again, like I said, I, I, it was, the timing was just so funny, but I recognize people have so many more, this is just a blip right Right. like this i'll have forgotten it by this well i'll probably remember next star wars day when the memories come back but (laughs) but in all seriousness you know i i we have worked so hard wendy and i have with so many with you and with jackie and with the podcasters the hr community the the hr social our twitter you know those people that take part in those conversations to try to be positive because our industry has such a, a poor look and so many people's cases and unfortunately this gentleman demonstrates that if you look at his mm-hmm. twitter feed it's just full of it, it, not necessarily fat shaming but just stupid shit and mm-hmm. and you know but i also go oh oh yeah that's why people go well, i don't want to talk to each other that guy's a jerk right it, it, so we're constantly trying to better that for our peers and, and ourselves and yeah it's just it's it's a bummer but like i said uh, it made me it, it made me laugh because i was so shocked that, that my little Twitter avatar that a friend of mine drew for me, <laughs> you know, anyway, happy Star oh, Wars I, day.
2: Happy yet. Yeah. Yeah, may the fourth
1: be with you.
3: Right. Um, and also with you.
1: <laughs> I, I, oh yes. Yeah,
0: no, I'm no, no, no. It, now like I have to, no, 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 right. right.
1: this isn't right. It's not right. I have to correct my my Jewish CFO all the time when he says and also with you. And I'm like, no, no, we've updated it. It is now and with your spirit. So, hey. oh, oh,
2: no, we don't do that. My, my church is you, still Lutheran and no, also not, with you. not updated. And, yeah. And also with you. <laughs> um, but I think the thing that is that people don't understand and I have to always keep it in mind just for myself alone that, you know, like you have the scary title. And with being in leadership, I've but but HR is also a scary title. And you wonder why people don't want to fill out surveys or share anything about yourself when if you're gonna do this to somebody that you do know, so this is that's your public persona. What are you doing behind the scenes with my right. personal information? and how mm-hmm. can I know that I can trust you? or you're really just thinking of me and looking at me on a side eye. And I think, that's what in is so important in the like we talk about it in the HR and the at our at Textio so many times I had somebody apply for the job and they were like it was the first time that they were able to um, pick how they identified with their gender on a on a job app. Like they felt good about Textio and just going through the interview process already because they don't have the ability to do that. And it's just sad. I don't think I think we've learned especially within the last two years of how kind of nervous like eggshell how people have worked inside the office and how people have related to each other What we identified like we were looking at at not looking at people as whole people and i think that's just been such i'm so glad i mean none of us have the answers but i'm glad that we have a community where we can share but i just i just hate that it makes i'm still mad i'll be unmad at some point but that just makes me frustrated.
1: It's frustrating, but it's also like it's an indictment on HR. And that's also the piece that
0: like yeah. to your all point, like do better. You know, we all know better at this point. We do. Right. Right. You can't I, I don't think in this day and age we can ever we can still claim ignorance no. um, on, on these issues and we need to we need to start doing better. We need to lead the way if we're going to be the ones that um, are over the humans or the human part of our organizations, then we need to start acting like it. We need to, to be that. And there are going to be missteps. None of us are going to be perfect with it. Um, and, and so we need to know that it's okay to make mistakes. What's not okay is not owning up to them and saying, wow, I, I was wrong. Right.
3: I, I think I think the difficult thing, and again, I'm going to speak from the straight white male perspective here, because that's all I have, (laughs) unless you want to talk about wrestling. Um, But, you know, interestingly enough, just had a situation recently where uh, a friend uh, misused pronouns. And I texted Wendy and I'm like, hey, I think I ought to say something, but I'm going to do it in private. Because it was not meant in any kind of malicious way. It was not. It was a mistake but i think unfortunately so often and i'm and i'm not indicting anybody in, in our community necessarily but people are so quick if they had picked up on that that other straight white male could have very well gotten nailed for mm-hmm. something that was a, an honest mistake so i said hey may want to may want and and they did and they said oh shit like i i even knew i knew what i was doing mm-hmm. i just said it they fixed it. I know it, Wendy knows it, that person knows it. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad I did. Because I I have not stepped up when I've had that opportunity. But I also wanted, I appreciate the fact that I could do it in in a way that didn't put that person front and center. When again, it's a mistake. It was not, you know, if they, if they, if it was like this gentleman I'm dealing with today, there's probably a litany of things where go, oh, that's just an asshole. And they're just, it's another thing. In this case, it wasn't. It was legit it was like oh Mm -hmm. wow i i thank you like thank you for helping me fix this so Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and and i think that's part of it too is they we're all on a journey and you know i talk about this with clients all the time is we're all on a journey in our organization whatever organization that is but we're also on a personal journey of learning about some of these different things and the more we can create awareness and help each other the better off we're all going to be and so that's the critical piece so uh all right what we like to do at the end of our episodes and yes time just flew so i don't know how <laughs> we're at time but we are um i need to go get some ice cream and so i'm going to need to wrap this up folks yeah. um, no i am just kidding uh would love to hear what's one thing you want to make sure folks heard during this uh episode one thing for people to take away
3: I think while we are tired, we are trying.
1: Yes. We're trying to be
3: better people. Yeah. We're trying to get people better situated in in their in their careers and their organizations. And don't let people on social media get you down.
2: That's like the quote of the day. Can we put that on the shirt? Because yeah. We are sure. trying.
3: I'll, we can put it on our store and we, we, like, we give all our yeah. profits to charity even. So yeah. I'll donate it. I too. love that. Perfect. Because
2: freaking. I, you know, yeah, we are tired, but we are. We are. Trying. That was we're that trying yeah Hallmark card.
3: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate
0: that. Uh, uh, Wendy, what you got? I don't know. You know, that, that's kind of along the same thing. Same lines that I was thinking is, you know, we know better, so let's do better.
1: I like that the South Dakota just came out when she did that.
0: I I don't know, you know. Oh, you know. (laughs) Oh gosh, yeah. Don't you know? (laughs) There's a few times it comes out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was awesome when I lived in Virginia, though. When we when you'd get the South Dakota with the O'Lawoods going. Yes. Um, Yeah. Whole
1: situation.
0: (laughs) That's awesome, Jackie. What you got?
1: Wait, I just have to tell this.
2: (laughs) Okay. but like my kids are are silly and when they were little we went to canada and they were like do they always talk about hockey and we're like no and they're like are they gonna say a boot and we're like no stop we're gonna get in the uber be nice they're not gonna talk about coffee so we get in the uber and the guy the first thing the guy goes is oh you're in from oregon eh or like that's what they said do you say a, a lot and they my kids were like oh <laughs> And then you were like, oh, what's that giggling boot? And I was like, oh, no. And then he goes, do y'all watch hockey? The kids like fell out. Like, I totally tried to be, you know, that's a stereotype. We're going to be inclusive, whatever. That ruined it for me. Now they don't believe anything I say. But, you know.
3: Did he call you hosers? That's the only thing that was <laughs> missing.
2: Yeah, and Labats. La isn't <laughs> it Labats? That was the only thing that was missing.
1: What um, that? What was that movie? Strange uh,
2: Brew. Strange
3: yeah. Brew. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Yes. Which okay. was based,
3: which is actually based on uh, Macbeth.
2: If we didn't it, age ourselves I think by it's using Macbeth.
3: paper, uh, Elsinore Brewery. Paper. The whole story of the daughter and yeah. and the dad. Yeah, it's Macbeth. Yeah, it's based on Macbeth. Oh my gosh. Mackenzie Watch it again. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm like
1: now, I again. need to like go back and walk. watch it. Oh my gosh, it I can't.
2: I'm
3: if this tells you, if this gives you any indication about me as a as a teenager. So that was on VHS. For those of you who remember those, uh, my friend's dad owned a video store in the early 90s, late 80s. And I rented that movie so often that her dad gave me the tape. He, he's just like, just keep it, kid.
2: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love up. Bob yeah. and Doug
3: McKenzie. And that, that, that is movie awesome. is phenomenal. Yeah, and yes. actually, in high school English, we talked about how it was uh, the whole tie into Macbeth.
1: I wonder where you could find like that. I so listeners, if you're under forty, really great movie, just <laughs> really
2: go watch Google it.
1: it. Google it, it. Yeah, yeah, you'll enjoy it. Google it, um, Google it, always a win. Jackie, what you got? Let's okay, wrap it up. So sister. I think one of the
2: things is like just community. Stick with like try to build your community and network using social media to do that, mm-hmm. um, and reaching out to people that you think you know that you have similar backgrounds and we have so many, we have the ability to see, oh, you work in the same industry or in the same location to just reach out because you never know when you're gonna need that network, especially now that we are not going out as much. I know people are saying, oh, we're leaving the house, but we're not, not everybody's leaving as much. And so you're gonna need that network. So I think that's really Mm -hmm. important.
1: Agreed. And I I will kind of uh, mirror that a little bit Mine's slightly different, but it's the cheats you cheat every time she wants everybody Every to go, time. and then she'll be that's, like, Yeah, oh, yeah, great. well, yeah, you know what John said was really riveting, and I yeah. agree. And what See, Wendy said, that's on. what I did, that's what I did, so it's all good. <laughs> um, for me, I think it's the it's about your network and kind of building that group, but it, the second part of it is the making sure that you are kind to people yeah. because you never know when they're going to be in a position of power. Um, in the future, and you know it, people have long memories and so just making sure that you're being kind and especially in our Community it's so critical because we are working very hard and we all are tired and getting hate from your own Community isn't awesome so. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, well, I think we're all going to head out and go find some
0: ice cream and yeah. some
1: yingling. We can't get it here, John, by the way. Yingling yeah. can't get it in Arizona,
0: although I, yeah. while we were here, I did Google their ice cream and they've got some awesome flavors. I'm going to have to copy.
1: Oh, my God. So, OK, so yeah, Wendy's got work to do. <laughs> I got
0: some work to do. They have a black and tan. They have a butterbeer Oh, nice. So, yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, Focus. Um, OK, John, I think okay. you're probably the only one who could actually buy that ice
3: cream it's only in pennsylvania as far as i know i don't think they distribute the ice cream because again yeah same family different family yeah. lines are connected but you're, but,
0: you're much closer than the rest of us uh,
3: yeah Good but trip, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be there in two weeks for work i'll uh, maybe there i can try go. to find some.
0: yes let go. us know
1: we we, we would buy like ice. a full report our mm-hmm. our listeners need a full report as yeah. well All right, well, thank you all for listening. Wendy, John, thank you so much for being here. We truly have enjoyed this conversation. Um, And this is Katie Van Horn. And this is Jackie Clayton. Bye. Bye